Welcome back to another episode of the Supporting Local podcast. I'm Kai Saunders and today we're chatting to Mary from the Orchard Goat Farm. Now Mary makes these beautiful natural goat milk soaps. They're all natural, eco-friendly, kind of the skin and the planet. And we are going to be chatting about how she got started with goat's milk, why it's so important to shop natural and future products she would love to bring out. But before we get into it, you know the drill. If you love this podcast, and I really hope you do, please head on over to Apple Podcasts or Facebook or wherever, leave us a review. That would be incredible. Let me know what you think and who you'd want me to chat to next. And let's go chat to Mary. The Archer Goat Farm is maybe a bit of a long-winded one, but <laughs> quite a new business. So at the minute, I make the soap myself. And how it all started was we got pet goat. My husband is intolerant to milk. Okay. So we had looked at different options for him. Just from research, it seems that goat's milk could be a really good option for him. So he did try goat's milk and found that it agreed with him well. So we decided to get our own pet goats. Amazing. Um, so they came about actually on his birthday. Aww. Yeah, so they are lovely animals. Yeah, absolutely love them. So I've always heard they had their own personalities and everything. But yeah. I think until you actually see them in reality, <laughs> yeah, you don't really appreciate it. So as I say, my husband has been drinking goat's milk and it's working really well for him. But the goat's soap, I suppose, came about as a byproduct of that. And we wondered what we could do with surplus milk. And I've always, you know, really been quite into making things. Um, mm. I have a bit of a varied background and I suppose originally it started from psychology. I had a psychology degree when I finished that. Um, I trained in floristry and then in millinery as well. So I've always sort of been quite hands on. Goes <laughs> 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 I heard a lot of benefits of goat milk soap as well. So I was really curious and wanted to give it a try. So I have been making away at it. Um, there has been quite a process involved to get ready to, um, I suppose, make and then go on to sell. So which, you know, looking at it from a safety point of view is very good. But they all have to, your soap formulations all have to be approved and assessed by a chartered chemist before they're legally able to be sold. So that has been quite a process in itself, but they're all fully approved now and insurance and everything's in place. So that, I suppose, has been the background (laughs) to date. I didn't know you had to have like a chemist come in and approve everything. Like That's mad. Yes, I suppose it's anything that really touches the skin. I suppose it is a good thing, you know, from a consumer point of view that, yeah, you know what you're putting on your skin is safe. Mm-hmm. How many goats do you have then? That would probably be a better <laughs> question for my husband. The herd is very small at the minute because, you know, they have to be a certain age before they're ready to be disposed for milking. But we do have some at the minute to say that do provide us with milk. But over the next year, we're hoping to really expand the herd and hopefully go into the milking side of things some bit more. But that's something that I'll definitely be keeping everybody abreast. On social media. <laughs> Amazing, I can't wait to see. So what was the first thing you ever made? You know, did you start initially in soaps and that was just what you went for? Like what would be the first type of soap or did you try with some other product first? Like yeah, so, experimenting? Um no, I just really went on for the soap. 
I was just really keen to use very natural ingredients. So the Orchard Boat yeah. Farm soap is 100% natural ingredients. So that was something very important to me because especially at the moment, there's such an emphasis on hand washing yeah. and hygiene that, you know, we are washing our hands so much more at the moment. And I know from different people and family and friends, their hands have become really affected by all the hand washing. So I just wanted my products to be as natural and as kind to the skin as possible so I just researched the best types of oils and butters to use for skin sensitivity so it really started from there so and the range of soaps that I have approved at the minute there's one that is just totally fragrance free and it's a very natural soap so it's called tender soul mm-hmm. so and the other range of soaps the other six that I have for sale again they're all very suitable for sensitive skin yeah. but they have colorings they're all natural colorings from plants and botanicals and and they have essential oil fragrances, which again are totally natural. Amazing. I love how eco-friendly and natural you've kept the whole thing. Like even down to the appearance and the presentation of the soaps. Like I love how you've just kept it really natural. And I think it adds so much more to it as well. Like you haven't tried to, do you know, tidy it up so it's an exact rectangle or whatever. Like you've kept it as it was made. And I love that. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Thank you. You know, again, I suppose um, for the aesthetics of it, it's very important too. So I have tried to keep it all within brand, I suppose, mm-hmm. and it is very natural. It's a natural product, so I think it's important that it looks natural too. So again, eco-friendly, the soap itself is zero waste, um, as opposed to, I suppose, hand washes that come in plastic bottles yeah. oftentimes. So with the bars of soap, everything is used. There's no waste at all. And right down to the package, like I have really thought everything through from the very start so the packaging is all recyclable and there's zero waste there as well so again that's all part of the brand ethos so I hope that translates yeah um, and the packaging absolutely and I love that as you said you know you saw people are struggling with their hands due to having to use hand sanitizer every two minutes like I know there I know a few people who have had really bad eczema breaking out over their hands like myself included and it's awful like you use your hands for everything and then when they're all cracked and sore you're like I need to keep using all the sanitizer and everything but it's really you can see it drying your hands out it's awful absolutely I think people are becoming very aware of it and becoming more aware of the actual products that are maybe in some skincare that we weren't always exposed privy to you know ingredients lists can be very deceiving and mm-hmm. like everybody I know myself included and um, I don't always study the ingredients list but when you actually do it can be quite surprising and sometimes things are maybe labeled um as been natural or kind of skin but when you look closely they're maybe not that was something very important to me that it's only natural that goes into my soaps absolutely and I love how honest you are and kind of how open you are about what is in it you know with the essential oils and the butters even down to the like colours as you say there's a lot of companies and they'll have their soaps they'll have whatever and people don't know what the wee like scientific names for things so it's so easy to almost fall into a trap and a lot of businesses will do I think it's called greenwashing and they say something super eco-friendly and it's not but I love that you're just so open with it yeah, I think that's sort of the beauty of handmade as well and keeping things mm-hmm. local. You know, you know the 
person behind the brand and you know we think it's important to be very transparent to customers because as a consumer myself that's what I like that's what I like to buy and I think when something is handmade and local it's just it just gives a different feeling and you know you have the quality there behind it because you know so much time and effort goes into making the product so I think it's just that but more special absolutely that's one of my favorite things about supporting local and shopping from small businesses is that you can literally see the person that makes it you know like you can watch your stories or look at your soaps and know it wasn't a machine or it wasn't like a big mass production thing I love it exactly exactly what would an average day look like for you then are you doing this full-time or are you doing it on the side as well as working yeah I'm doing it on the side um as I say I've only launched really a few weeks at this stage but Mm -hmm. I have been surprised thankfully um how things seem to be picking up amazing um I have just secured my first shop so I'm looking forward to start supplying into retail premises too yes that's really yeah so typically um a soap making day there's quite a bit involved it is fairly labor intensive i have to say but when you enjoy it it doesn't feel like work so that's the whole beauty of it really it sort of reminds me of baking to be honest Um, a mixture of baking and chemistry i I always say yeah so you measure ingredients you weigh everything and then you combine it all together and it's really a two-step process i would say so on day one, you actually make the soap as such and pour it into the moulds where it sits for 24 to 48 hours. And then it can be unmoulded, cut into bars and then left on curing racks, which is something I, like, to be honest, I had never thought much about the soap making process until I went to start <laughs> making soap. But when it is made and cut into bars, it stays on the curing racks for four to six weeks. Oh, wow. So that's really just to ensure. Yeah, so it is It is quite a long process. So if I made soap today, it really wouldn't be ready for sale for another six weeks. That's mad. So which makes stock taking our stock levels quite hard. Yes, I'm sure. But yeah, so it just gives it a chance to fully cure and all the water to evaporate out of it. So that makes for a very stable bar of soap. So that's the traditional way of soap making. It's called cold process soap. Okay. Learn something new every day. Well, every day is a school day. <laughs> so how do you come up with all like your new ideas for new products? Like do you kind of go by scent or choose a colour or what would be the process whenever you're coming up with new items? Yeah, I suppose it's a mixture of all of the above, chair. I say I keep referring back to everything being quite natural and to do with nature. So the soap names reflect that. Mm-hmm. So as I've mentioned previously there, Tender Soul is the name of the unscented soap that I yeah. have in my range. So it is really, I've called it after how I perceive our goats to be, that they Aww. have tender souls. That's so sweet. They, yeah, so yeah, while they are, like they're really playful and total characters and would escape in the drop of a hat, <laughs> they are really, really gentle. Like they love nothing more than to come over and like lick your face. <laughs> they're so gentle and so tender that is where that name came from and the fact that it's tender and it's gentle on the skin so the two really combined aside from that I have other soap names there's morning dew there's the meadow again as I'm I'm a trained florist so I have a real love for flowers so my love of flowers really inspired the meadow so 
to me it's like walking through a meadow there's lovely floral scents and that so they're very subtle they're not overpowering or anything but it just gives a nice subtle fragrance so I suppose really my own preferences and just nature in general really inspired and walks in nature there's the woodland forest so so again walks in nature have really inspired that so that's so lovely and I love that as you say like in the meadow and woodland I think like everything is so natural like all aspects even down to the name it's fantastic because it's all part of it it's just something I really care about as I say I hope that comes across in the final product absolutely can you give us a little teaser for any exciting products coming soon there's always something on the pipeline (laughs) (laughs) so at the minute I suppose I'm really focusing on I'm working with the range I have to be honest and just hopefully getting the name out there and I say I've just secured an order for a first retail premises so I'm looking forward to stocking that shop and just hopefully increasing that but there will like at different occasions like I'm thinking ahead at this point maybe to Christmas and hopefully new ranges coming out for that what's the soap making as I say you have to be like at least six weeks ahead of the game yes it's organized for Christmas ranges yeah (laughs) so (laughs) all those types of things are coming around very quickly absolutely and do you think you would ever expand into other products and things yes I would really hope to I would love to do again with an emphasis on being natural Mm -hmm. I would love to do maybe body balms that type of thing again all being kind or skin friendly and planet friendly as well so everything I would like it to be eco-friendly and sustainable that's fantastic do you have any dreams? Obviously, as you say, you've only launched a few weeks ago, but say, do you know, in a few years' time, what would be the big dream? Would you love to have hundreds of goats or have your own, like, mini factory, have your own store? Like, what would you see as the big dream? Do you know the kind of, I need it moment? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think... That's a bit of a, it is something I have considered now. I suppose I try not to look too far ahead. But at the same time, I would like to just keep true to the values of everything still being handmade. So that quality is always there. So each batch is checked by hand and, you know, just to ensure that the quality is there. But I would love it to be accessible to a lot of people. So I would hope to increase production. Whether we want to get up into massive numbers of goats, I'm not sure. Again, we just really enjoy the fact that we know their personalities and we can give them the time. But no, I would like to think in the future that it would be the the Archer Goat Farm Soap would be in a lot of houses. Um, So I'm hoping that that is the case. Um, Initial reactions, thankfully, have been positive. so I'm hoping that'll only continue to grow. Absolutely. Like, your products are fantastic. So I don't know how people couldn't love them. Do you know, with all the good that you do and how good they are for your skin, like, it's not just a standard soap. Do you know there's so many benefits to it as well? Thank you. Now, hopefully that, that comes across. Absolutely. And one final question then, just to wrap us up. Do you have any advice, maybe anything that you've learned in your first few weeks, but any advice for other small businesses? I suppose, I think for me, it, it was really important to research everything beforehand. Okay. There's so much involved, I suppose, with starting a small business. And I think it's important to just to get your brand identity very clear from the beginning. Mm-hmm. For me, it was very important that I was true to the ethos of being very 
natural, homemade, eco-friendly and skin friendly. So they were very important to me. So I've just ensured that everything following on from that was true to the brand. And I suppose marketing in this day and age is very important as well. The social media side of things. I think for a small business is very important and as much advertising as possible. Like I'm planning to attend craft fairs Lovely. and things just as supposed to get the name out there yeah. and to introduce the product to as many people as possible. So I think those type of things for a small business are important. That's fantastic. Well, thank you, Mary, for coming on today. It was so, so lovely to chat to you. And I love seeing all the goats on your page. And I cannot wait to see which big retailer that you are in. Thanks so much, Charith. I really appreciate it. No worries. Isn't she just the sweetest? And you 100% need to go and check them out on Instagram to see all the goats that make all these fantastic soaps. So you can get the website and Instagram and everything for the Orchard Goat Farm in our description. That's also where you can find out some information about the podcast and for myself. So I highly recommend going and treating yourself to some of Mary's soaps because they are so, so lovely. So lovely on the skin. And you can even get like a little soap dish and everything. It's just so cute. I'm honestly obsessed. And if you're lucky, you'll be able to see her at some markets as well. I think the dream would be to go and visit the goats, so like that would be my priority. But that is all for this week, so I will see you next week with a brand new episode.